You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Monday, April 19th, and we've got an exciting show for you because it's Mock Draft Monday. And that means we're going to get a new winner at the end of the show of who had the best mock draft submitted in the contest this week. But before we get to that, I got to ask an essential question. Are the Steelers bad at drafting running backs late? I'm going to break that down over the first two segments and give you my answer in comparing NFL running backs drafted over the last four years. It's going to be a fun show. Remember, you can subscribe to the Lockdown Steelers podcast anywhere podcasts are hosted, but especially Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Odyssey app that used to be radio.com. Also remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment and you get a shout out at the end of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, all capital letters, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday to you. We hope you had a restful, fun, productive, something positive about your weekend. But let's get this weekend started with a question that I've seen being asked. And actually, I haven't been seeing it asked as a question. I've seen it posed as a fact a lot when around by different people trying to make this argument. And it's people looking at the Steelers' recent picks at the running back position and saying, hey, they're just not good at picking running backs late. So, yeah, they do need to pick one early because they just stink at evaluating guys. And I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Or Joe, hold Joe horses. Now, yes, the Steelers do need to pick in the first or early second round to make sure they get their guy at running back this year because I don't think they can play around at the position anymore. But it, it's not, one, for a lack of trying, and two, it's not because they're just you know bad and a whole lot worse than every, for everyone else out there at drafting running back. Now, some people might think immediately, like, well, what about other running backs that were drafted in the third round, like Alvin Kamara and Kareem Hunt and David Montgomery and all these other guys that have that have that have caught on for other teams? Well, that's what I'm going to analyze for you right here. First and foremost, let's talk about who those running backs were. They picked James Conner in 2017 in the third round. They picked Jalen Samuels in the fifth round of 2018, Benny Snell in the fourth round of 2019 and Anthony McFarlane in the fourth round of 2020. So, yeah, four straight years of picking a running back. But let's clear out a few things here, because oftentimes when people start talking about players who were picked and when they were picked in the, you know, in the third round, and they just say, oh, it's the third round here, it's the third round there, people forget that there are very different third round picks sometimes and that's what James Conner qualifies as because he was a compensatory pick now remember compensatory picks are what we're talking about the Steelers might be able to get because for you know for their uh for losing Bud Dupree next year it's just a pick at the end of the third round which means it's not really in the higher ups of the third rounds like other positions um but again when I'm looking at uh when, I, when I'm looking at this uh you know at, at this position I looked at Oh, since 2017, 
all the running backs who have at least rushed for 900 yards in a season. And that gets you to 60 running backs total. And I, I, You could go with any random number, but I figured, hey, 900, it's not 1,000, but at least James Conner has hit that at least once in his career, and that was his Pro Bowl season of 2018. And there was something that I started to notice when I was looking over these numbers and looking at them very closely. Now, it's something that I kind of assumed but I hadn't taken the time to say, hey, let's go look at this even further than we already have. Um, so, a few things. One, of those 60 running backs who have, who have of those 60 seasons, because it's not just running backs, some, some of the running backs did it a couple times. But of the 60 single season performances where a running back rushed for 900 yards since 2017 when James Conner was drafted... Only six, or, or well, excuse me, only nine of those players were, were were guys who were either drafted after the second round or undrafted running backs. So nine of nine of sixty, and then six of those sixty were guys who were picked after the top one hundred, which is where James Conner and all the other Steelers running backs fall into. Remember, Alvin Kamara was picked very early. In the third round of his of the 2017 NFL Draft, I believe he was actually the third overall pick um, of 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 the of the uh, the third round that year. So that's very that's the back end. That's like you know if someone received a compensatory pick for the second round. You know it's 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 much earlier than saying to get that. And again, when you fall out of that top 101, every step you go down in the NFL Draft, you're taking more and more of a risk that whatever pick you make isn't going to be a definitive pick. It's just going to kind of fall. Um, you're hoping that it falls your way, and you, you like certain things about this guy, but you know you, you know that there's gonna be, um, you know it, you know it might not it might not work out your way, and you're prepared for that if that happens, and that's kind of what the Steelers are in a position for right now, um, you know, so like Alvin Kamara, third over third overall pick of his, um, you know, and you look at you look at James Conner and all those guys, they're at they're past the 100 picks, so. Of this, the, when you when you break it down, since 2017, there have been 92 running backs picked. 73 of those guys came after the second round. 61 of those guys came after the top top 100 picks in their draft class. And then when I looked at that and I compared that to the top 60 rush, rushing seasons, um, there's a select name of players who have made those to, those top 60 rushing seasons of 900 yards or or more. And again, this list is very interesting here because it lists some big names that some people are going to be like, oh man, I wish the Steelers had gotten that guy because it would have worked out. But it's something to remember. It took some of these teams a few tries to get that. I'm going to get to that right after this quick break. But first, we got to talk to some of our friends at Blue Nile and at betonline.ag. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 
This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL's done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing this discussion on whether the Steelers have been bad at drafting running backs in the later rounds. Now, yes, again, they they haven't found their primary running back of the future that they're going to pay you know serious money to on a second contract in those later rounds, but I'm going to compare this to numbers across the league because, again, you know, when people make this argument, they look at, oh, well, you know, the, the Saints got Alvin Kamara in the third round, the Chiefs got... Kareem Hunt in the third round, or you're and you're like, oh well, you know, uh, the Packers got Alex Jones or not Alex Jones, Aaron Jones in the in the in the fifth round. And the Chris Car- the Seahawks got Chris Carson in the seventh round. Like, oh, okay, sure, but what was the percentage of the chances that those guys that, that that those guys actually were taken, and how many of those guys actually work out? Because again, of the 61 running backs taken. Out of the 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 outside of the top 100 of their draft classes over the last four classes, only six of them. So less than one out of ten, basically almost one out of ten. One out of ten, one of those ten of those guys are guys that had at least a nine nine hundred yard season. Some of them did it a couple times, but let's let's look at the guys who did it and were at least third round picks or later. Right, Kareem Hunt did it in twenty seven. Did it once. Uh, Chris Carson did it. Uh, uh, Jordan Howard of the Bears did it. Uh, now this actually, excuse me, Jordan Howard wasn't even picked in the 2017 NFL draft, so that is a, he's actually 2016. This is kind of going back a little bit further, but this is again evaluating who the Steelers, you know, in their when they were actually looking to draft a running back. And even though James Conner was drafted to be Le'Veon Bell's backup, not necessarily the primary back of the future, uh, but. You know, Aaron, you know Aaron Jones for the Packers in 2017. He he got he's on that list. Marlon Mack, he was a fourth round pick for the Colts in 2017. He's on that list. James Robinson, Jaguars, undrafted guy this year. One of the guys that people talk about, like, see, why can't the Steelers get that guy? He's on this list. Um, James Conner, of course, also on this list. Um, and then other guys who made it after the round, after the third round, uh, or at least after the second round. Uh, who were drafted and made on this list. David Montgomery for the Bears. Uh, Frank Gore, crazy enough, that guy was drafted in the early third round of 2005. It's insane. That's that's just ridiculous that he's still doing that. Um, Kenyon Drake, uh, David Johnson, and of course Alvin Kamara. Now, something to remember also about some of these guys like Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake was 
was drafted by the Dolphins, not the Cardinals, where everyone remembers him because you probably had him on your fantasy team. The same thing goes for Alex Collins for the Ravens, who also had a 900-yard season for the Ravens, but he was drafted by the Seahawks. Same thing goes for Lamar Miller. He was, he, you know, you think of him, oh, he was a Texan. Well, guess what? He was drafted by the Dolphins. Uh, some of these guys don't work out for their first teams, again, because it is a crapshoot when you get to those later rounds. Now, again, to go back to my point here of guys drafted after the top 100, those six guys who have been, you know, who weren't drafted the top 100 of their draft class to get 900-yard seasons over the last four years um, and were picked in the last four years were Chris Carson, Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack, James Robinson, Philip Lindsay, uh, the two undrafted guys, and, of course, James Conner. So James Conner, the Steelers actually hit in one of the and, and one of the few guys who were actually able to make a list like this and have a full season like this i think that's impressive and then you look at just how many misses there have been in these later rounds and it further illustrates the point for example again six of 61 that means of the other 61 guys picked that's that, that, that's nine out of the 10 picks basically uh you know you know on average of guys who who didn't have these these big seasons after being drafted by their team. And again, some of these guys that, that were on this list, you know, weren't weren't even running for the team that originally drafted them. They were moved around because they got cut or traded or whatever. Um, and then the other thing I want to point out, because some people are going to point out, well, you know, but still, you know, the, the the Packers and the Seahawks, they hit on their guys and they, you know, they've, they've, you know, they've done it pretty well a few times. Well, Yes, but it took them several tries to do so. What I did was I went back and I looked at if a if a team hit in one of these positions with a, a running back who was drafted in 2017 or later after the top 100 picks, um, and, and even when you look at guys who were picked in the third round or later, if they weren't, if they were, you know, still in the top 100 but just not drafted in the second round, most teams had to take several shots to find their guy. For example, before the Chiefs found Kareem Hunt, and I know we think of him as a Brown, but remember, he was wrecking shop for the Chiefs for a few years before he had you know his episode where he kicked a woman in the face. Um, but they, they had picked three running backs between the year he was drafted and the four years before to try and find that answer. For the Seahawks with Chris Carson, but if you look at the draft that he was taking in the four years before that, they took six running backs in addition to Chris Carson. The Packers with Aaron Jones, they took five running backs in addition to Aaron Jones. And again, with the you know, people look at, well, what about the Broncos with Phillip Lindsay? Because they also had CJ Anderson pop up in the mid-2010s, and he did pretty well for them. Well, for Phillip Lindsay, they had drafted four running backs to try and make, you know be that guy and fill that and fill that role. For CJ Anderson, they had drafted three running backs. You look across the board with Alex Collins with the Seahawks, six six uh, you know six running backs were drafted in the years before him. David Johnson, even when he was drafted by the Cardinals, there were four running backs drafted before him. Of all the guys who were drafted after the second round and have fit one of the top sixty rushing seasons since twenty seventeen, you know what the you know the 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 two teams who have a guy. That didn't have that only that only had one running back drafted in the four years before he was picked. Before he was picked, it's it's well, it's the Niners with Frank Gore because he was drafted in two thousand five and he didn't even do it for the Niners, so he's out. He doesn't even count. Frank Gore, you're just you're you're the in, the inconvenient truth. You just keep going, but 
the one team that did it that did it that had a running back do it on the team that was actually actually drafted them was the Pittsburgh Steelers with James Conner. When in 2018 he got over 900 yards and he made a Pro Bowl. And he performed pretty well that year. Now, granted, yeah, he didn't have the full stood-out career, but you know, a lot of the guys on this list didn't, you know, aren't going to fit that profile and didn't fit that profile. Like Alex Collins hasn't had a full-out career. Lamar Miller hasn't, you know, had been a primary running back all his life. You know, I'm not so sure that Kenyon Drake will either, or David Montgomery, or some of these other guys. But the point being, the Steelers. When they took James Conner, he was their first swing at a running back since Le'Veon Bell. At least in the draft. And I think that says something about their ability to look at the position. Now granted, yes, are these other guys misses? Yes, but so is every other team. Again, it t- look. Listen again. You got the you got the Seahawks took them six tries before they landed on Chris Carson. And again, he was a seventh round pick. They didn't mean to get him. If they really thought Chris Carson was the dude, they would have drafted him in the first round. But they drafted Rashad Penny. Same thing for, for th- same thing for Aaron Jones with the Packers. It doesn't. It, the Steelers have just not been investing high at running back because they've been trying to fill other positions. They wanted to get the defense up. They wanted to make sure they had depth at edge rusher to back up and win for when Bud Dupree left. They want they they want to get their receivers healthy because they know that Ben wants his his talented receivers. They've been stocking up the front because they know that they want to rush the passer and they're trying to get talented guys in the secondary, aka Terrell Edmonds and then the pick they traded to get Minka Fitzpatrick and running and linebackers like Devin Bush, and T.J. Watt. So. I look at this and I think the narrative when people say, oh, well, because James Conner and Jalen Samuels and Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane and none of them have become top running backs in the NFL, they're bad. And I'm like, well, well, actually, look around the rest of the league. They're par for the course. And again, you think about the running backs that they've actually invested in with top 100 picks. Last one was Le'Veon Bell. And he was the most dynamic running back in the in the NFL for years before he left the team. And then before that, Rashad Mendenhall, who yes, everyone remembers the fumble he had in the Packers Packers Super Bowl, but the stuff that he was doing to get them there was vital. They don't make the Super Bowl that year without Rashad Mendenhall. So again, when I look at the, the the players that the Steelers generally pick at running back, yes, the 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 recent run after the top 100, they haven't produced a guy who's going to be a long term solution at the position. But most people aren't when they're picked that late. And heck, that goes for all positions across the board, right? You know, people are amazed that the Steelers can get you know receivers in the fourth and sixth rounds. And, and think like, wow, you got like four or five years of production out of the guy. Or for Antonio Brown's case, you got nine years of the best receiver in football. But those are exceptions to the norm. They aren't the norm. So when, when someone wants to cherry pick and say, oh, what, what about this this guy who drafted, this team that drafted Alvin Kamara? And oh, what about the Jaguars who had James Robinson for a year this year? Those guys aren't every year. It's a needle in a haystack sometimes to find these guys, especially in those later rounds. And sometimes it's also just bad timing for things. You know, who's to say that if the Steelers' offensive line was at the level that it was in 2014, that James Conner wouldn't have had a great year this year? Maybe he would have. Maybe he wouldn't have. I don't think he would have had a great year. I think he would have had a good year. 
But there's something to be said about the lack of consistent success across the board at this position, especially when you look at these at these later round picks. Again, the majority of the dominant running backs that that are the top guys across the board, they're all dudes drafted in the first two rounds. They're Nick Chubbs. They're Derrick Henrys. They're Le'Veon Bells. They're Christian McCaffrey's or Saquon Barkley's. Dalvin Cooks. That's where these guys come from, which is again why I'm saying it's important to draft a running back in the first round this year. And again, it's different in a lot of years because they'll think, well, what, what, why can't they just wait and get Alvin Kamara in the third round? Different draft classes have different talents. Remember, in 20, when, when Alvin Kamara was, was picked in 2017, here's why he was a third round pick. The first pick of the running back that year was Leonard Fournette, fourth overall. Now, granted, he fa- he, he phased out, but when he came into the league, he was a bad dude, and everyone was scared of him. Heck, this, the Steelers, he, he they couldn't stop him. You know who was the next pick? Christian McCaffrey. You going you gonna to argue with Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara? Okay. The next pick, Dalvin Cook. And that's when you start getting to the second round that year. The next pick, Joe Mixon. Then you get Alvin Kamara and Kareem Hunt. And then, oh, by the way, they had, there was Deontay Foreman by the, by the Texans, and then James Conner, who was the seventh, or excuse me, the eighth running back picked off the board that year. That's my point here, is that some classes, they're stacked with talent like that. And you can find your guy in the second or third round. I'm just not so sure that this is that year. There are three dudes who I see as de- definite stars, primary running backs for whatever team that they land on as long as they don't like land with the jets or something like that they will be guys and sure there's probably guys in the fourth fifth sixth rounds who might work out but again the Steelers have taken those stabs over the last few years they just haven't landed one and that's par for the course with the rest of the nfl so if you hear that narrative shut it down be like hey how many of those running backs from other teams that were picked after the top 100 picks, also worked out for them. Ask that question to them. And remember the things I told you here right here on the Locked on Steelers podcast, because that might help you understand and bring some, not short-sightedness, I guess long-sightedness, that's not a word, but we're going, we're making it up. Long-sightedness of how hard it is to get a running back in the later rounds who becomes your primary ball carrier for years. With all that being said, we got to take one more quick break. I know a lot of y'all are waiting for Mock Draft Monday. This is the second to last, the penultimate Mock Draft Monday. Who's going to win? You will find out after this when I announce the winner and their picks and evaluate their picks. But first, we got to talk to our sponsors at Built Bar. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy, and also... 
Don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing the show here with Mock Draft Monday. I want to remind you, if you enjoyed that segment, those last two segments that I just did together, I wrote about this on DKPittsburghSports.com. This article's for free, so you don't have to be behind the subscription wall to go read it, but you can go read my article on are the Steelers bad at drafting running backs in the late rounds, right? Break down some analysis and make it out there. So if you're more of a reader, you like to do it, it's a nice light read. Go check it out at DKPittsburghSports.com today. I'll be sure to post that in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group, which you can, by the way, join at any point in time by going onto Facebook, searching Locked On Steelers, asking to join the group, and then you'll join at least, you'll join all the other Steelers fans. We have 1,400 fans in the group who are loyal listeners to the show, and you can converse with every day, including myself and other guests of this show, like Tony Serino, like D9PA, and several others so so as we're getting into it here let's go over our picks now to remember uh, i do consider people who send their mock drafts to me privately i know some people send it to my twitter account at carter critiques that that's very nice of you and all but just to remind you it's a lot easier for me to just read this to go through them all when i'm making this podcast oftentimes it's late at night or in the middle of me doing several different things that i write for dk pittsburgh sports.com i do podcasts there on the dk sports radio network so understand that it's just easier for me to do it if they're all in one place and not me having to go grab this guy's and that guy's and that person's and hers so um uh without further ado this week's winner of the of mock draft monday is timmy overberger timmy had a very interesting draft plan here now again if you've been listening to the podcast and reading my work at dkpittsburghsports.com you know i've been advocating that the steelers would behoove themselves to trade back in the draft and that's just what timmy did with these picks now timmy's always been listening to the podcast because he got several guys who i've been placing on my steelers should get list uh first of all he trades back he gets the 31st overall pick from i, I presume that's the chiefs um but uh, in doing so, he with that 31st pick, he gets Travis Etienne. Hey, that's the number two running back on my board. He's electric. He's got home run speed. He catches the ball. Um, he's gotten better at pass protection. So lots of things to like about that pick overall. That's a, that's a score right there. And again, that's a guy that's going to make you say, hey, you know what? You don't need... Or, well, you don't. You, you, you're not guessing as much with that pick. You're believing that Travis Etienne can be the guy at that position. But then... His next pick is at 55, the Steelers' natural second-round pick, because it looks like he got a looks like he got for trading back with the Chiefs. He got the 63rd overall pick, so their second-round pick, and it looks like he swapped, I believe, here fourth-round picks with them. He is 136 and 140. So his second-round pick naturally was Quinn Miners, center out of Wisconsin Whitewater. Good pick right there, Timmy. I agree with that pick all the way. Quinn Miners, Quinn Miners would be a quick addition at center. Also could help out at either guard position. You know, if he's if he's taking a little bit of time to learn, because remember he comes from a small school, might not be used to big school competition. But either way, that's pretty solid. Now, with your second pick in the second round, this is a very interesting pick. And at first, I was like, eh, "I'm throwing this 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 class away because I don't think this is realistic." But the more I look at draft boards this year, it seems like Jalen Mayfield of Michigan has continued to drop down everyone's list. 
Originally, he was a top five offensive tackle, might be off the board by the time the Steelers pick. But now, I've seen more and more, a lot of t- a lot of, lot of, lot of draft boards are like, eh, we're pushing him back, because they're liking Tevin Jenkins more, they're liking this guy more, and they're liking him less. Jalen Mayfield would be a heck of addition at offensive tackle, he'd be a guy that could push Chukumu uh, for, uh, for for starting time, and would make would give them depth at tackle for sure, and that's a big need in my opinion. You you add depth at tackle, you're in a you're in a really good spot. Um, after that, you get he gets Elder, Elder, Ellerson Smith, an edge rusher from Northern Iowa, solid pick, good athlete. Maybe he becomes your third option at edge rusher. Who knows? But then he goes and gets a guy that I've been advocating for, and that's Sean Wade, the the slot cornerback slash safety of Ohio State. Sean Wade, talented physical would be a good replacement for Mike Hilton and for those who saw his tape last year remember that was him going outside cornerback in the slot I think he'd be much more comfortable and he'd help with the Steelers against the run so there's that there's that as well now the other thing to remember remember here is when you get down there you want to find positions of depth now the Steelers did sign Tyson Lulu back and they got Chris Wormley back so they're not as needing for defensive tackles but Jalen Twyman at 140 I like Jalen Twyman I think he could be a beast uh he's Aaron Donald's uh sort of uh mentee at Pitt um and he was a dominant force before he opted out last season might have been a a first round pick this year before he opted out then he didn't have the best pro day but he had a really good bench press so that's what people remember so there's that there as well then he goes down the list he gets Derek Barnes at 175 linebacker out of Purdue like that pick a lot Derek Barnes a good athlete I, I think he's a guy that could back you up in the back end and even though they got Vince Williams I still think that's a very solid pick um, because he's a guy that can at least get addressed on the back end and maybe get experience to be the guy in the in the next few years. Then at 181, he gets a tight end, Nick Eubanks, solid tight end out of Michigan, kind of like Zach Gentry. You hope he forms out. If he doesn't, you're not hurting too much. Then he finishes off with Darren Hall, cornerback of San Diego State, and Paris Ford, safety of Pitt Panthers. And Paris Ford, another guy, tested very poorly in his pro day, but he had a lot of production in his college years, and especially at Pitt. And he has really good size, speed. He's also from the area. Could be worth a seventh-round pick if he's around that year. And he's another guy who could say, hey, go help in the slot, go help against the run, but you could also help and deepen. You know, if, and again, if you miss in the seventh round, oh well, everybody does. But thank, thank you again for, for everyone who submitted your picks. Congratulations to Timmy Overberger again. Remember, last week or next week is the last week for Mock Draft Monday, so get that in. We will also have Dave Damashek. Uh, you know, esteemed NFL analyst. He's going to be on the show talking Steelers. I mean, he'll give his mock draft. That's next Monday. But thanks again for listening to the Locked on Steelers podcast. Remember, if you're enjoying the show, leave us a five-star review with a positive comment. Tomorrow is Tony Tuesday, which means our boy Tony Serino is going to be on with us having a good time. Should be fun. See you guys then.